0: time for the crime report sponsored by the crime stoppers soviet county 1-800-220-TIPS-220-8477 all calls are indeed kept confidential monetary reward of up to five thousand dollars sometimes more is issued uh, for information that will lead to arrests, or an arrest, Joe so Jack Lewin, retired sergeant NYPD, former commanding officer of the Bronx Colt K Squad, a current adjunct professor at John Jay College, author of the Criminal Investigative Function of the Guide of New Investigators, edition number four, and of course, Joe, a highly decorated member in the day as far as the NYPD, including the most notable department medal of valor. Joseph, how are you on this Friday? Everything good?
1: Yeah, hanging in there, Jay. How are you?
0: All is good, my friend. Let's start. we got a lot to cover. Uh, let's start as far as uh, what's going on in Memphis with those five police officers. We'll have the video in full release uh, today. We've heard audio uh, left and right. Uh, Joe, very, very troubling. We've been through this before. Uh, all in all, assess for me, my friend, as far as what your understanding of this
1: well, yeah, we're waiting to see the video, but from what we've heard so far, it it sounds uh, pretty horrific. So, uh, you know, like everything else, uh, we, we we're going to have to wait to see this video. I, I want to see it before I, I start uh, discussing exactly what I think what wrong here. I mean, you have these five cops; uh, they've already been terminated, and and uh, you know, we've seen police departments now do this quickly, uh, and. We're we're going to see what happens.
0: It just doesn't look good right now. Let's uh, you're right. Let's absorb it in full uh, when it's released uh, today. But from all accounts, uh, not a good situation as far as these uh, five police officers and Tyree Nichols is concerned. No question about it. Uh, You know, listen. uh, This is uh, we're not immune to this stuff, folks. Uh, This has been happening uh, for forever. Uh, As far as across the country and everything else, we talk about policing and everything going on. But let's wait and see as far as uh, everything is concerned. Uh, Best way to do it. All right, let's get to uh, the second uh, topic, uh, Joe, as far as uh, what happened uh, nearly six years ago, that bike path uh, in New York City, uh, an Islamic extremist. Getting uh, his uh, just desserts uh, yesterday, and now it's all about the possibility uh, that exists uh, for this 34-year-old, as far as the death penalty is concerned. Remember this like it was yesterday. Just a horrific scene in our city.
1: Yeah, I know. But speaking of the death penalty, right? So New York still has uh, murder one on the on the books. Um, I don't think they're going to use it. And you know, this is a case where. It should be used, but uh, they they don't and they won't. So I don't think people should be too surprised that um, when they find out that he gets you know life without parole hopefully that's what he gets right. So in the age of criminal justice reform, who knows anymore what what you're going to end up with? But uh, yeah, no, I, I remember this. Uh, I remember this well. Uh, I mean, taking the the, the the Home Depot truck down the bike path there on the West Side Highway. I mean, just about um, as as terrible as you can get. And we've seen things like this happen across the country in the you know the, the christmas parade and and uh was it Waukesha there um Waukesha, was it in, in Michigan or, or you know I mean it's just it's
0: just awful, Joe, you know how I feel about this. You kill a police officer, you get the needle uh you do something of, of this nature lights out as well uh you're right, probably won't come to it uh but certainly. In my estimation, uh, it is warranted. There, just a horrific scene. All accounts. We played some audio uh, from a witness uh, from you. It's just uh, horrific, horrific, Uh, and it hit our city. And uh, you know, it it seems like yesterday. That was twenty seventeen. So we shall see there. All right, let's go to the third uh, topic, Joe. Armed guards to be stationed outside of of the South Huntington school buildings. That'll happen by the. The end of the month—it's one of several now on Long Island, district-wise. Joe, I'm uh, making uh, the choice. Certainly, school shootings continue to be a unfortunate trend in this country here. But uh, you know what? A lot of money being paid out, and uh, quite frankly, uh, nothing wrong with it. You nothing wrong with it at all uh, with what's happening here. Give me your take.
1: Well, yeah, Jay, we've we've spoken about this uh, numerous times, right? Somebody's got to do something. It's been taking years to finally do something. Um, I guess the app didn't work, uh, and you know the issue that comes down to is this is the world we live in. And the the report did say that uh, it's about three quarters of a million dollars is spending on the security, and they did throw in that line about this is the lowest bidder, right? So. You know, you always you always concerned about those kind of things when they open these things up. The bidding process that you know somebody will, uh, you know, somebody relative will get into it and stuff like that. So this thing seems to be legit, and it seems to be that they got the best deal that they can get for the taxpayers. So we'll we'll to say that uh, you know, unfortunately, we have to use the word hope, but we hope it never happens. But at least they are, they are doing something. They're going to be put inside the schools too. So this is this. This should be a good thing.
0: Then well, listen, it's a good idea. It's a great idea, you know. And you want to station them outside? If an incident happens, they are right there. You don't have to worry about a Uvalde type deal or anything like this. Nothing wrong with it. Tough area as well. That South Huntington area. Uh, nothing wrong with a message being sent there, Joe. So uh, I think it's an excellent move. Let's get to this uh, X. Yeah, this X. Did you want to say a final word on that, Joe?
1: No, I mean, they had a you know a threat at the Port Jefferson School yesterday, too. Right. So we're, we're still seeing these things happening across Long Island. So at least they're, they're doing something, and I think you'll see other school districts
0: follow. And uh, you're right in tune. How about a 12-year-old man, I'll tell you? A 12-year-old Joe making a verbal threat uh, to a staffer. This is serious stuff, but police are investigating it. Uh, when they got this call yesterday morning about this kid and you know, details not yet released in full. It is an ongoing investigation. This center, it's part of Eastern Suffolk Bosey, special ed non classified at risk students. But all in all, you gotta take it seriously there.
1: Well yes, yeah, and I think we've seen both the police in Nassau and Suffolk get right on top of these school things, like almost immediately. So I think it's it's a good thing that they're doing this and I think uh, as they're moving forward, and, and I think some kids are seeing this kind of thing, hopefully it acts as
0: No question. You'll jackal on the crime report uh, here on a Friday. Let's get to the uh, Mayor Eric Adams, his State of the City address. Uh, listen, uh, you're going to put more money towards uh, housing. Uh, you're going to take care of the trash. You're going to... Ease up the traffic. We know you love, you're love. you going to love to clean up the rats and everything else. Uh, give me a little more on the crime stuff, please. Uh, you know, listen, get down to the crux of it all, Mayor Adams. You know what needs to be fixed as far as crime, and it's not going to happen unless we get a, consolid- a consorted effort, not only by you but the governor, and that ain't going to happen. We know, Joe, fast forward here. The only way it happens is if we strengthen these laws, and we know that's not happening.
1: The um, the mayor really has his work cut out for him, and, and I, eventually, I think that yeah, you know, he's he you know still been playing nice, you know, quote unquote, in the sandbox, so to speak. But there's going to be a, a, a time where if things can't improve, he, he's going to have to go after the governor and the you know, colleagues. Andrea Stewart, cousins of the world, because their reluctance to even look at any of these things as a potential problem is disconcerting, to say the least. And the evidence is mounting on a lot of fronts that, um, you know, it's it's not working. So they keep on arresting the same people over and over again. And uh, then people claim that there's no such thing as recidivism with this because everything's working great. Well, if you control the narrative, that's the narrative that you keep on putting out because you don't want to say that you were wrong, and then this has been going on, and all this violence, and all these people that have been killed, and that uh, you could be held responsible in in only name only, right? Because we know that politicians have abs- uh, absolute immunity; they can't be sued for anything that they do, but they also have egos. They also have egos, and they won't. They don't want to, um, you know, admit that they were wrong. So the mayor really has his his work cut out for him. And I think he's going to have to just um, trot along until somebody up in in Albany wakes up. And I don't know if that's going to happen.
0: Wake up. It's not all about the individual who can't pay his own way out of jail based on a minor... Uh, infractions. We're not talking about that. We're talking about giving a judge back his full powers. We're talking about discovery. We're talking about disclosure. Those are three things non-negotiable. Let's stop the nonsense already, uh, Mister Mayor, and get to the to the center of it all. And to me, you know, unfortunately, uh, we are just in a position where we can't win the battle. We can't. We can't. All we can do is voice that we? we don't. We're not strong enough to do that, uh, Joe. So. Uh, you know, it's it sounds good, but you know the end results never change. So very, very tough situation. Joe Jacqueline uh the crime report. Joe, how about this one here where you have uh an ex uh Suffolk County legislator guilty found by a jury fleecing a mortgage lender out of more than a quarter of a million dollars? The thing is, this guy was incarcerated already. For an earlier scheme of fraud, this George Goldie. How about this West Hampton Beach guy lives in Vermont and convicted two week trial two hundred and fifty three thousand dollars plus, that him and his uh, partner's girlfriend I guess built, unbelievable. Yep, and uh, you know they
1: they got him in, uh, in 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 federal court in Manhattan too. So he uh, you know the the attorney called his shameless misconduct and um, you know listen these fraudsters I mean this is what they do right so the jail isn't going to stop them they're going to keep on going so it, it, you know I sound like uh, you know a broken record sometimes when you, when you talk about these things but Jay, how many times have we talked about these fraud cases and you know lawyers doing them and this I mean and government officials it's after a while you just kind of throw your hands up and just say, my God, you know, where where, where is integrity
0: gone? Uh, we talk about this uh, all of the time, but, man, I'll tell you, shameless indeed. From uh, jail, uh, pulling out another scheme here. Joe Jacklin, the Crime Report, a couple of minutes. Uh, Joe, I remember this like yesterday as well, where we spoke about the Massapequa Preserve, where an individual was mauled, mutilated. Uh, you're talking about an alleged gang member and now convicted uh, in this killing. This goes back to 2017 as well in the Massive Pequot Preserve. But Carlos Patillo was one of several uh, who hacked uh, Julio Gonzalez Esponce to death, and that with a machete. Another one of these guys who was lawed to death, Joe. Police say a woman working with ms-13 promised him drugs promised him a sex for Tio to be sentenced in March we've seen this before most vividly though in this massive peakakware preserve you and I discussed this
1: oh yeah no I remember that when it happened um, and we, we did speak at this length and there has been a couple of issues that happened at you know the Massap Preserve with the with the ms-13 gang but we, we Every now and then we're reminded how well the feds and the and the local police are working on these cases and and they have really done a great job and they're getting convictions, which is the most important part of it, right so it's just not you know investigating and making arrests it's following these things through through the prosecution and and eventual convictions so this is the only way we're going to we're never going to rid ourselves with the with the problem, but we're going to just keep on trying to get as many of the uh, criminals out as we can. And that's about the bottom line.
0: Do Joe Jacklone, the crime report. Uh, how about an individual talking about shameless acts? Uh, during Superstorm Sandy, this contractor took a lot of money from people hoping to rebuild uh, their homes after this uh, once-in-a-lifetime type of storm. And all Alexander Almaraz did with that money, used it for his own good cause, Homes, other expenses, my goodness, uh, but uh, all in all, uh, this is where victims went face to face with him yesterday inside a courtroom. Wire fraud, conspiracy, two and a half million dollars, give or take, allegedly of uh, of this type of scheme. He he pled not guilty uh, at the uh, federal courthouse uh, in Central Islip. But you talk about disgrace. That's what Almaraz is.
1: Well, yeah, no, how do you do this to people when they're down and, and uh, at their worst, too, when you think about it, right? So people take advantage of them. And then, like I said, there's another federal case, right? So this guy, is he's going to get hammered, too. I mean, this is – we're starting to see a trend uh, on Long Island, right? Many of these cases are ending up in federal court, with the federal nexus, and, and sometimes that's good because once – Word gets out that these cases are going that way. They're going to get a lot of time. It's not going to be a slap on the wrist. This isn't, you know, New York State bail reform. It's not affected by that. So it's, um, yeah, I think it's a good deterrent.
0: Indeed, and of, of course, Joe. I know you're following a lot of these national cases. You know, you got the Walsh case, Massachusetts. Uh, as far as the missing bomb, Idaho continues. You know, you got new ones in South Carolina, the murder murders. Going on there, bring it in, out, down in Jacksonville, executed, uh, father of four. Uh, they got the guy, maybe had some help here. i tell you, there are some incredible cases going on right now across this country.
1: Yeah, no, there are the big, big media cases, and I think we see the true crime community start pushing a lot of these things through, right? We saw with Idaho what they were, um, you know, how they got that case really, you know, to- really moving forward in the in the sense of the in the public eye, and I think we're see we're starting to see a lot more of that now. That's why we're hearing about some of these cases.
0: Discuss more as we get on with this stuff. Unbelievable. Uh Joe Jacklo in the Crime Report, Crime Stopper Suffolk, one 220 tips, two two zero eighty four seventy seven all calls are kept confidential. Sarge, great weekend my friend. We'll check. You too. Have a great weekend Jake.